do that again because I forgot to shut off my video. Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We're moving violations. Moving right along, chickaboom, chickaboom. We are here with Chris Mazalesta. Hi, Chris. That's the one that catches. We're in North Texas now. You'll notice that two of the three people on the podcast are driving. So um, as per Luke's last-minute suggestion, the title of this week's episode is The Fump and the Furious. <laughs> so um, people in uh, people watching live on Twitch have my old title up there uh, in, the, in the actual saved file, but I will change it later. Um, so welcome to episode 572 of the Funny Music Podcast for June 3rd, 2021. How are you good folks doing tonight, and where the hell are you going? <laughs> well, well, you're in Burbank, aren't you? Yes, I am just now returning to the depot where I pick up things to be delivered, because uh, I'm working an evening shift tonight, because tomorrow I am flying out to the Midwest to see my family and friends for the first time uh, since March 2nd of 2020. And to better accommodate that and make sure I got enough work hours, I uh, I, uh, I told them that I would work evening shifts uh, for the four days leading up to it if they needed me to. So they did. So that's what I'm doing. Hey, Chris, what are you doing? I am uh, sitting in the passenger seat of a car, and I'm somewhere about maybe an hour outside of Texarkana, Texas, and Arkansas. And... Uh, yeah, we're, we're, and I'm with, uh, you know, that person. She's going to kill me later. <laughs> and uh, we are headed similarly to see family uh, up in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, we're going to find out if we're, this weekend whether we have a third granddaughter or a first grandson. So oh, wow. uh, one more person to yell, ah! so we'll see how that goes. Nice. And I feel left out, so I'm going to pretend to be driving with this roll of tape. I'm just If I knew how to screen the background, I'd put something up there. But All right, let's do this. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. And Luke has gone to uh, static shots. So I don't know if he's still with us or not. So, um... I'm going to go first, then. <clears throat> Luke, you there? Hold on. Okay. There, how about now? There I am. Yes, there you are. Go ahead. So, uh, if, I try to, if I try to switch over to my um, calendar to remind myself what I did, it's going to do the thing it just did now, so I won't. Um, uh, <laughs> let's see. I recorded uh, another... I, I, we recorded the next episode of the Tunes podcast early, uh, uh, earlier today because when I get back from my trip, I'm going to have to dive right back into doing more shifts here again, and we wanted to make sure we got the thing recorded. So uh, in the forthcoming episode, we talk about uh, the Deanna and Darius uh, thing. I turned it to Cartoon Network for the short pitch. We don't go into all the details on it. Just you know, we're, we're you know for for reasons we need to kind of you know basically talk about 
process of creating it without really revealing too many of the details about it. So, And then we're continuing our series of watching old uh, Saturday morning preview specials and reviewing them. Uh, in, in our most recent episode, which was um, 197, we talked about the um, the packed preview party, which was ABC's 1982 review uh, preview special, uh, the year that the Pac-Man cartoon debuted, um, hosted by Dick Clark, and that was interesting. So you can hear that up now at uh, KyleandLuke.com. I heard and, that. Uh, I, I don't remember if I watched that special when it was on or not. It didn't ring any bells when you were describing it, so I, I may. I think I may have missed it. Yeah, and and uh, the one we talked about today is uh is was 1985 CBS. It was the like I think it was called the All Star Rock and Wrestling uh preview Saturday preview or something like that. The Saturday Spectacular. That's what it was, and it was uh. Basically done as if Roddy Piper had gotten his own type of uh, late night with David Letterman style show, like he was stealing it. Because <laughs> that was the year that uh, the cartoon Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling uh, premiered, and um, so basically, you know, he was there. You know, Hogan made a taped appearance, and Captain Lou Albano showed up, and then a bunch of other '80s celebrities of the time. And then they, you know, at, and then at, at various awkward moments, they worked in showing previews of the. Saturday morning cartoon, so it was bizarre. But we talk about that too, so that was fun. Also worth mentioning that uh, I uh, I managed to get a new episode of Luke and Carrie's Bad Report released. So that is up at badreport.com, and it's chock full of awesome music. And uh, hopefully, when I go out on this visit, we'll be able to get a bunch of other you know stuff recorded for a new episode. So maybe we can get one out in less than seven months. So, hey, who did that um, skeleton song that you played? That was Dan Bull, who is uh, uh, I, I don't know I, he's I don't know a lot about him. I know Ian knows more about him than I do, but he's basically British and as far, he's British and he does rap songs about various video games things. I know he's done like that was at least his third song about Minecraft, but that's the only song of his I know well because. Carrie introduced it to me because her and Alexander were listening to it because they both play Minecraft, mm-hmm. and I'm and I just did not deny how epic you know of a groove that freaking song is. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed the hell out of that song, and I, I I was after the episode I was like, who the hell did that? And I was looking through your list of you know who was played, and I just I couldn't place it with the the thing. So thought I'd ask. Cool, but yeah, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. So let's go to you. What have you been up to? Um, I've been working on my uh, recording booth under the stairs over that way. Um, I don't know why I didn't make the connection with Harry Potter before. Somebody said, oh, you, you know, like I, I'm building a recording booth under the stairs. And they said, oh, like Harry Potter? And I was like, I guess, yeah. Um, so I have the, the, ins- the soundproof insulation is up. The next step is um, getting the soundproof drywall up, which is proving to be far more difficult than it should. Because, first of all, nobody carries it. I checked Home Depot, checked Lowe's, checked a whole bunch of local, you know, hardware stores. Nobody has it. I did, and I finally found, I called one local place and they said, well, we don't have it, but our, you know, the store down in Garfield has it. So I looked up the store in Garfield and it's a much bigger, like, professional construction store. Like, it, it caters to, like, construction companies and, you know, professional contractors as opposed to, like, Home Depot type place. Um, so I called them and sure enough, they have it. Now the problem is they're an hour away and I don't have a car big enough to transport drywall. 
So I was like, well, what do I do? I was like, well, I, I, you know, I guess I'm, my parents come down on the weekend with their van. And then I found out the store isn't open on weekends. They're only open from 7 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon, Monday through Friday. Pfft, that's it. I was like, okay then. So next plan was to rent a van at Home Depot. Dry, you know, so drive to Home Depot, pick up the van, drive to Cucan Brothers, pick up the drywall, drive home, drop off the drywall, drive to Home Depot, drop off the van, drive home. That was the plan, and I was going to do that bright and early this morning. So I, I went on Home Depot's website. They have vans for rental. They have trucks for rental. I'm like, I just need something big enough for a 4 by 8 sheet of drywall. Actually, four 4 by 8 sheets of drywall. And I was like, great, let's do this. Drive down to Home Depot at the ass crack at dawn this morning, walk in, and they're like, yeah, we don't have anything for rent. Our entire fleet is out of commission right now. We're waiting for the, the, you know, the, the home office to give us some new vehicles. And I was like, are you kidding me? So the next plan is to measure the wall and figure out what size pieces I'm actually going to need. Drive to Cucan Brothers first thing in the morning, buy the drywall, cut it down in the parking lot into small enough pieces to fit in my car, then take it home and then put it up. <laughs> and that's the current plan. And I don't know if that's going to work or not. Um, alternately, I can find a an enterprise rental car that has a van, but none of the ones around me did. So I'm just, it's like, this is, oh, the other thing I did, um, TaskRabbit. I got on TaskRabbit.com. I signed up. They said, hey, there's people in your area who can do things for you. And I said, I need someone to go down to Garfield and buy drywall and bring it to me. And they're like, yeah, there's nobody in your area that can do that. And I was like, <laughs> come on. It should not be this difficult to get drywall from an hour away to here. But that's, that's where I'm stuck. So if I don't get it tomorrow morning, I'm not getting it till next week because they're closed on weekends, and I don't I'm just. And that's the next step. I can't do anything else until I put up the drywall. So, so, yeah. so Chris, what have you been up to other than driving? <laughs> I've been giving you advice on sound booths. You have yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Before you do anything, yeah, I'll give you some names of people that. To look at. Uh, what have I been doing? I have been prepping for this trip. I have been uh, cleaning up chicken shit off the patio. I have been. <laughs> um, what have I been doing? Uh, I've been recording. Actually, uh, uh, I've been recording. Uh, so um, this week it was music for. It's a gentleman uh, out in Burbank uh, who was a friend of Kyle's, actually. And uh, he and Kyle and I have a side project, which is completely and utterly serious music, uh, formerly called The Drunken Pendejos, and now, for whatever reason, it's called A Whisper of Reason, is the name of the band, evidently. And uh, he writes lyrics, I write music and record everything, and then Kyle does mixing and plays uh, drum programming and stuff on it, and, uh, and we do uh, serious kind of country rock, uh, sort of music for, for totally not my wheelhouse but it's working out very well that's one of the things that's been going on uh, also uh, we just had our uh, we're in our third or fourth week of the new podcast my friend Lisa with an L-Y-S-S-A and we just heard back from the Here Now Festival which is the audio theater audio drama podcasting kind of thing uh, that has a lot of luminaries of the audio world doing judging and stuff and the last episode of bs the resistance and the first episode of my friend lisa both took gold awards 
in this year's podcast Palooza and I think are going to be included in the listening sessions nice. at the virtual conference this year as they have in the last couple of years. Pretty groovy. So, Congratulations. Uh, we came to be on a roll awesome. with the Suffolk and Good Players, as it were. So uh, that's kind of what, uh, what's been going on a bit here and there. Uh, cooking, you know, a lot of cooking because you got to eat, right? <laughs> eat. Got to eat. Yep. Eating is good. So you right posted a, a song. Podcast. You're on a podcast. So give us a quick intro to this song, and we'll give it a listen. It's a song. It's a food. It's a sequel. And it's every bit as stupid as the first one. And it's Power Salad with Red Beans and Rice. All right, here is Power Salad with Red Beans and Rice. Red Beans and Rice 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 to the Red Beans and Rice. Red Beans and Rice to the Red Beans and Rice. Red Beans and Rice to the Red Beans and Rice. Red Beans and Rice to the Red Beans and Rice. Now stir, stir, low and slow. Stir, stir, low and slow. Don't want to stick now. Low and slow. Don't want to burn now. Low and slow. Red Beans and Rice and Rice. Red Red beans and rice and rice. Red beans and rice and rice. Onion, pepper, celery. Make up the Cajun Trinity. Onion, pepper, celery. Make up the Cajun Trinity. Undoey, 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 Huey, Louie. Undoey, 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 Huey, Louie. Red beans and rice to the red beans and rice. Red beans and rice to the red beans and rice. Red beans and rice to the red beans and rice. Red beans and rice to the red beans and rice. Scoop a bowl of red beans and rice. Shake a hot sauce. Red beans and rice. It's so filling. Red beans and rice. It's so thrilling. Red beans and rice. Red beans and rice 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 to the red beans and rice. Red beans and rice to the red beans and rice. Red beans and rice to the red beans and rice. Red beans and rice to the red beans and rice. Now stir, stir, low and slow. Stir, stir, low and slow. Don't wanna stick now, low and slow. Don't wanna burn now, low and slow. Red beans and rice and rice. 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 Onion, pepper, celery, make up the Cajun Trinity. Onion, pepper, celery, make up the Cajun Trinity. What is this? What is going on here? I don't know, Dr. Pickett, but I can't stop dancing. Neither can I. It can only be one thing. What's that? The red beans and rice bagel virus I'd heard about it, but I thought it was a hoax. Has anybody seen a giant spider around here? Someone with a diaper? Yes, never mind that. We must do something about this red beans and rice bagel virus. What? Um, I've got it. I've got it. What's that? Of course, it's so simple. We're from New Orleans. We love red beans and rice. We must prepare the largest pot possible with a lot of red beans and rice. Only if we have some Tony Satchery's and hot sauce. Yes, add the maximum amount of hot sauce and Tony Satchery's. Immediately, I command it. It's not even Monday. Trumpet, Trumpet, get off those drums and go prepare us a pot of red beans and rice. Now. Trumpet, are you listening to me? I think he must be infected too. Somebody do something. Somebody do something now! 
Yep, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting that version. I was expecting the mix I put on the bump, but uh, this is the uh, only on YouTube version. Uh, oh, see, I, I didn't notice there was. Mars I didn't. Mix. Yeah, I didn't realize there was a difference. So I, I I pulled the video because it's a video show, so I played the video. But sorry, yeah, it, it's, well, it's a different oh, mix. <laughs> oh well, hang on. That's even look. It's even more fun. I mean that that uh, that that was and talk about a last minute uh, kind of thing. Uh, that that was a lot a lot of fun to do. You know when when Luke was saying, "Hey, let's uh, let's do a video for this," and I'm like, "Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. We're none of us are going anywhere. You know, we're doing the virtual thing. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, during laugh down, as it were." So uh, I said, yeah, I'll, uh, let me set my uh, phone up in the kitchen because where else, you know. And uh, I happened to have a red pepper and some onions and some celery with me. And I happened to have uh, everything I needed in the kitchen. So I said, yeah, right, I'll do a take out here and I'll do a take in the studio, and a couple of takes in the studio. And um, I don't know, Luke, that might be one of the fastest edit jobs. I, edit job, okay, maybe. <laughs> That's, it seemed like it. it, it and there it was, you know. Incredible. Yeah, the, and that's Mars <laughs> If I had had, like, a few more hours, you know, or, or basically had made the decision to, like, forego any kind of sleep, <laughs> I would have had enough time to get the animation done, too, for what ended up being showed at MarsCon when it aired. Um but I, I didn't get the animation part done. But it was still silly enough without it. But but I um. But yeah, you know, once once I kind of recovered from MarsCon, I sat down and I finished up, you know, the almost completely finished uh, animation, and then you know got that to Chris so that he could post it. So, but going back to uh, the thing that just happened with uh, Evo playing the video, uh, the funny thing is uh, when Doctor Demento played red beans and rice on his show recently dr demento will sometimes pull the audio for the songs he plays on his shows from youtube videos and he he often either because he doesn't realize it or i don't know whatever like the song will be over and it'll just be like the little bit at the end where like somebody's like credits are rolling or there's just those screens up they click here to see the next thing or whatever and there's some other audio playing and he'll just like leave that audio in. Uh, for example, when uh, when Doctor Don made the video for me of the Star Wars Hanukkah song, um, I had he was putting he was going to tack on a little bit of credits at the end with the Fump logo, and I said, okay, how about this? Uh, just for the sake of having some audio there, take the last bit of Grease Wars, where Carrie and I are singing, you know, those Jedi. Nice. Never go use the force, use the force. The whole big musical ending. So when Doctor Demento started playing that, I mean, it was up at the bump, so he could have gotten it from there. But he pulled the audio from there and he left that part on the end, which makes no sense <laughs> with the rest of Star Wars Annika song. And I didn't say anything to him because I'm like, well, it doesn't really hurt it. It just doesn't make any sense. So recently. Dr. D did the same thing again where he played the, you know, this version of Red Beans and Rice, but, you know, the song, the video shows the words, the end, when the video should end, but Dr. D kept all the parts with Dr. Pinkerton 
and Dr. Z in, just like we heard right now for those listening on the audio-only version. So just now when you were playing, the, I was like going like, wait a minute, did Chris pull the full version? <laughs> but then when you said you're playing the video, I'm like, oh yeah, of course that makes sense. But but yeah, I, I, I have been I emailed Dr. Demento about something else recently, and I decided like, you know what, I'll give him a heads up just in case red beans and rice becomes like a uh, a top 10 favorite because it basically would shave about a, a 90 seconds off of the song to not have it in there. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't necessarily need to be there. So, but yeah, I, uh, when, when I was talking to, you know, a handful of select people because, you know, uh, this year obviously was different. Um, but I wanted to make sure like, okay, did Gary want to do something? Uh, and then did Alex Ann want to do something, you know, and, and, you know, uh, some others, and then I went to Chris. I'm like, okay, Chris, what do you what do you want to do? Or do you want to do something? And if so, what do you want to do? And Chris was talking about basically doing another kind of Rickroll thing with uh, with uh, with corned beef and cabbage. And I was, I, and I kind of, you know, just kind of that that swirl around in my brain meets for a bit, and I'm like, yeah, but we've done that a bunch. It's like, you know, and then it just finally just like hit me, like like, no, oh, we have red beans and rice. We can make a new one. <laughs> and, and, and this time it'll be, you know, pr- primarily Chris that you see in it, since Chris didn't know we were making the first one. Yeah. So Chris isn't in it very much. So this one is like, you know, wall-to-wall Mezzalista. And, you know, and just because I wanted to tie in at least a few other people doing the dance and also tie in references to the quarantine, you know, I, I, I sent out, you know, kind of a quick mass email at the last minute, like, hey, does anybody want to do anything? And, you know, a handful of people did it, which was, lovely uh um and uh yeah especially with um uh sea monkey doing the thing where he's like trying to shave his own head or whatever um like you know because people couldn't go to the barber shop to get a haircut uh and then uh i forgot what else there, there were other bits i can't remember what they were but uh, yeah and i, I but, was yeah, going I, to submit uh, a video for this but leading up to MarsCon, there was just no time for me um, to, to do anything, and I was it was on my to do list, and I just I never got to it. So I'm sorry, I'm not in the video. Yeah. Well, I mean it's it's okay. We had I had plenty of footage to work with with Chris having done like you know a good two or three runs in each of the locations he was filming stuff, and then I was able to kind of hop back and forth, you know, to the from the various takes and try to make it as interesting looking as possible. Um, and the you know. It was still a bit rushed, but I think like some elements of the of the red beans and rice animation are are better than the previous uh, corned beef and cabbage animation. But it was still a case of I, I just didn't have a lot of time to try to make it super slick. So yeah. at least I'm improving on my Adobe Animate skills. Um, and Chris and, is uh, back now, sort of. <laughs> Chris has returned. Chris has returned. We lost Chris Sorry. momentarily because he's driving through the boonies. Although we may have lost him again now, so I'm not sure. He's he appears to be frozen with no audio. Yep. I love how it was, it's like we hear a bunch of you know, you know, Dalek, you know, chopped up, you know, things that we know is Chris's voice, and then we hear okay. That's the only part that comes through clear. <laughs> Yeah, it's a generic uh, Doctor Who alien noise that they used to use in the 60s and 70s because they had the distortion, you know, thing on. So, yeah, we lost him again. So, 
That's okay. We love you, Chris. But, but yeah, I w- I, I, I'm happy that that not only Chris but also uh, Dr. Pinkerton and Dr. Z were willing to go along with my silly plan because after you know, because I don't know if you're aware of this, Devo Spice, but the Consortium Genius actually invaded the Funkfest feed and and took over at one point. Yeah, I heard um, about that. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah. So so I kind of felt like. I kind of felt like, well, if they're going to invade Bumpfest, then they, they should probably invade MarsCon as well. So I set it up for after showing Alex Ann's uh, uh, quick, short new songs that she had come up with to have uh, that be the point at which the video feed gets interrupted by uh, Dr. Pinkerton hacking in and then, and then his hack getting hacked by Power Salad with the power of red beans and rice. So... It was it was all super fun. Um, it was silly it was and like, dumb and awesome. For how rushed <laughs> it was, it's like for how rushed it was. I was so proud of like the transitions I came up with to show like the hackingness and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But um, since Chris is Chris gone now? Yeah, he officially gave up. He he, he managed to to get back on, and then he got dropped uh, again, and then he got back on. He says. He says, I have no idea why GPS took us into deliverance. So he's he's officially giving up. So Power Salad is at powersalad.com and powersalad.bandcamp.com. And uh, we're going to do some news now. Yeah. Which is over here. This is the Funk. Zoom where it happens. Zoom where it happens. There will be in the zoom where it happens. Zoom where it happens. Zoom where it happens. Panic wheezer flowing when tits will be. survived inside the zoom where it's happened. box of the Capri Sun. We took the whole box. Yeah, I know. It was dumb. Then after that, we had a couple cokes. We started laughing, telling knock-knock jokes. He said, knock-knock. I said, who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Well, that's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P.com. But I could not pee. Couldn't control it. Yo, that's right. I peed. I know everyone is laughing at me. H-J-K. element of pee in my pants. I pee, pee in my pants. I pee in my pants. I pee, pee in my pants. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. Jeff's song reminded me, I forgot to mention during my, my What Have I Been Up To segment, that I went to see a movie for the first time in a year. Um, I went to go see A Quiet Place 2, and it was awesome. So, I need to see running. the rest of... I saw the beginning of the first A Quiet Place, and I, for some reason, got interrupted, and I wasn't able to watch the rest of it. So <laughs> I need to finish watching that before I see the second one. Yeah, excellent movie. And the second one picks up right where the first one left off and, and just keeps going, and it's great. So... All right. Uh, in the news, Sea Monkey has announced the new Boobles album, Booby Road. The long-awaited double album from the Boobles will be finished by the end of the month. And he premiered the um, album cover on Facebook, which I'm showing right now for our video viewers. Uh, Indiegogo backers will get their digital copies first. 
And the Boobles are partnering with Needlejuice Records for a fantastic double pink 180 gram double vinyl release in a gorgeous gatefold color cover with full color insert sleeves. This is a special edition limited to 100 copies which will be available featuring a bonus 7-inch single featuring a non-album B-side, alternate peelable milker, milker cover, a tantalizingly terrifying autographed 12 by 12 print of Maxine's Killer Mammers by Mad Magazine Bonzo Comics artist Dave DeGrand, Booble's turntable slip mat with art by TV's Kyle, and a 12 by 12 print of the Sergeant Booble's album cover in case you don't want to peel yours. There will also be extremely limited test pressings in double white die-cut gatefold jackets, which are autographed by many of the artists and players on the album, including Dr. Demento. As always, all profits from the sale of the album will be donated to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, and more information about the release will be coming soon. So look out for that. Speaking of things coming out on vinyl, Richard Cheese has announced that his 2013 album Cocktails with Santa will be available on red and green vinyl as soon as he reaches 250 pre-orders. So he is taking pre-orders now at richardcheese.bandcamp.com and the vinyl will include an unreleased bonus track. The vinyl retails for $25 and you can pre-order your copy at richardcheese.bandcamp.com. Look for Cocktails with Santa 2013. And we were talking about the Consortium of Genius. The Consortium of Genius, congratulations to the Consortium of Genius for 25 years of giant robots, evil science, world takeover attempts, and unlicensed musical malpractice. They will be wrapping up Escape from the Secret Lab with four more episodes coming up later this month. And then July 2nd will be the final stream, which will be the COGS 25th anniversary celebration. That is a live concert taking place at Southport Hall in New Orleans, for those of you in the area. And many former members of the COG will be joining them for the performance. Uh, also performing will be Tomb of the Nick Cage and Damian Storm. Tickets are $10 in advance, and the event will be streamed on the escapefromthesecretlab.com. Escape and, and, Fumpfest! Fumpfest! Fumpfest is happening! It's happening! Ah, I'm driving to Fumpfest right now! What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I finally received word from health officials in Illinois that our event can go forward. Um, so Chicago and the surrounding areas are in what they call the bridge to phase five right now. And the bridge section allows for indoor conventions such as ours with the restriction of the lesser of 1,000 people or 60% capacity. So 60% capacity for the room we're in is 280 people. So as of now, that's our hard limit. That includes everybody, attendees, me, Luke, the performers, the guests, the volunteers, everybody. 280 people is the maximum that we can allow into the room. I do fully expect that re restriction to be lifted by the time Fumpfest comes along. But for now, we have to plan as if the limit is going to be in place. Um, so if you haven't registered yet, register now to guarantee your entrance into the event. Uh, Fumpfest is taking place August 20th through 22nd with our guest of honor, Dr. Demento, who will be there in person uh, Friday and Saturday to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Dr. Demento show. He will be doing his Festival of Dementia. He'll be doing a Q&A. He'll be doing his autograph session. 
and he will be, he will be hosting this year's Logan Awards. Uh, Fumfest will also feature performances by Amy Englehart, Bad Beth and Beyond, Bill Larkin, Clearly Guilty, Insane Ian, Nuclear Bubble Wrap, Ross Childs, The Gothicals, Worm Quartet, and three more acts, which I haven't announced yet. Um, plus, we'll be doing, once again, dumb parody ideas. We'll be doing the Fump Showcase, which is a performance opportunity for some additional artists who will be on hand who don't have another slot. Um, to give you a little bit of a teaser, we're expecting performances by uh, Redgar and the Fighters and the cast and crew of BS de Resistance. So that should be neat. Uh, plus a whole bunch more people. Um, we will be doing the What the Fump game show. And we will be doing a special uh, concert called We're Number One, which will be live performances of number one songs from the Dr. Demento show that the Fump has posted because there's a lot of them. And as, as always, of, what was that? As in number one in the funny 25. Right? Yes, number one in the funny 25. So, uh, and as always, we are doing a video contest once again. Make a music video for any Fump song, preferably one that doesn't already have a video, but whatever. Uh, and we will screen all the entries during opening ceremonies. The winner will be announced during closing ceremonies, and you do not need to be present to win. Uh, first prize is two free tickets and two nights at the hotel for next year's event, so FumpFest 2022. So if you want to win possibly a free admission to FumpFest 2022, make a video, send it to us. Details are on the website. Uh, also, please book your hotel rooms. Uh, you can book them right through the website. Make sure you get into our room block. Rooms are 119 a night, and the room block closes on August 1st. Uh, and I did receive word that a whole bunch of people have booked their rooms since I made the announcement on Facebook the other day when I learned that we can go forward. So I need to call the hotel and get an updated report so I can update the, the, gra the little graphic on the website and see how close we are to filling our room block. So that is FumpFest. All the details and more information can be found at FumpFest.com. F-U-M-P-F-E-S-T.com. All right, and as I mentioned, the Logan Awards will be taking place. Did I not put a Logan Awards graphic up? I did not, sorry. Uh, Logan Awards will be taking place at FumpFest. The nominations are now closed. The team is of volunteers is hard at work finalizing the finalists. Finalizing the whatever. Um, and winners will be announced at FumpFest. So, Luke, you said you wanted, you talked about something on uh, on the news, the thing? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into, like, super detail on it, but it was a, a, a positive thing that has to do with the Dr. Demento show official Facebook group, which we here at the Fump are the uh, people what run it. Um, <laughs> yes. With you know, myself and Ian and, uh, and uh, with help from Jeff Morris and Cindy Lee. Um, so the overall point is this. Uh, once we heard the awesome news about our good friend Il Neige, a.k.a. Garrett Snook, who put out a new song about the game Pokemon Snap, uh, a parody of a Nickel Nickelback song. I think the title of the song is Look at This Pokesnap. Uh, he put it out on YouTube and TikTok, and within, like, I think less than a day, uh, that TikTok had over a half a million views. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and, you know, even over on YouTube, you know, like 28,000 shares of the full-length version of the video so it basically kind of busted out viral like crazy real quick. And uh, I went over to the Dr. Demento 
uh, official Facebook group, and I posted the video along with saying, you know, request, look at the smoking that's sat by Il Nage, and then a bunch of other people, uh, you know, uh, went and, you know, clicked like and stuff like that and were supportive. So I, uh, I saw Garrett the other day, and uh, he told me that he basically wanted to thank me for posting that request because uh, somebody saw it in the Dr. Domeno Facebook group who is connected to, I guess, some sort of news affiliate thing that's connected to CNN. I think it's like CNN's version of Associated Press or something. Mm-hmm. So basically they wanted to interview him about the song and everything and, and what he's all about so that this little interview thing could be sent off as a potential bit of news that these affiliates can, you know, choose to use or not use or whatever. So basically, he was thanking me because this guy found that, <laughs> this guy found him and the song is to do the thing about it because I requested it at the Dr. Demento official Facebook page. Excellent. So it's like, so like, the, so the point is, the Dr. Demento show official Facebook page accomplishes things. <laughs> <laughs> things happen at the dr demento official facebook page so yeah and so it made me happy and i'm super i'm super happy for for garrett and i'm sure that he will probably tell us uh, more details about this sometime in the near future um so yeah uh I, but that was that's it <laughs> cool that's awesome uh tour dates uh, Sundays on YouTube, Escape from the Secret Lab, featuring Dr. Pinkerton. Thursdays online, Steve Goody. Fridays online, Carla Ulbrich. Coming up this weekend, the 4th through the 6th, in Charlotte, North Carolina, Mikey Mason. I think that might be the first in-person um, tour date I've announced in a year. You th- like, Is it? Or, or has Phil Johnson done a show? I'm, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. But uh, yeah, so Mikey Mason is in Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend. Um, and speaking of Phil Johnson, Phil Johnson is, is performing live in Santa Cruz, California on the 6th. So tours, th- pe- things are happening. People are starting to uh, go out again. Um, birthdays. Happy birthday to Jessica Delfino coming up on the 8th. All right, that's it for news and tour dates and all of that. Let's get into our second song of the week, followed by an interview with Steve Goody. Here is QAnon Girl by Steve Goody. On January 6, 2021, followers of Trump and something called QAnon attempted a coup at the United States Capitol. Who are these people? I want to live with the QAnon girl. I could be happy the rest of my life with a QAnon girl. Believer of theory, she leans to the right. She never gets weary of being gullible and white. She's my QAnon girl. And like members of any cult, these folks seem willing to follow the directions of their leaders, no matter how irrational or insane or stupid they may be. She likes crazy leaders. She likes worshiping. She learned from a young age to believe anything. She's my QAnon girl. She voted for Trump twice, she bows at his feet. He promised her he'd kill the liberal elite for my QAnon girl. Here is what is expected. 
expected of the members of a cult. Excessively zealous and unquestioning commitment to the leader and to the leader's belief system, ideology, and practices as if they were the absolute truth, the absolute law. The leader dictates how members should act, think, and feel. And, of course, whether acts of treason are really patriotism. She's out at the Capitol now, getting maced right now. She's never been denied. Poor baby, she's entitled and white, 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 lily white. And as an added bonus, members of QAnon have been convinced that the left in the United States is a cabal of Satan-worshipping cannibalistic pedophiles who organize themselves in the basements of pizza parlors which don't have basements. And they firmly believe, from the very depths of their souls, that the only person, the only entity in the entire universe who can save us from the cabal of Satan-worshipping cannibalistic pedophiles is one Donald J. Trump. They don't have any evidence for any of this, mind you. They just believe, because believers believe. I think there's something about 72 virgins? All right. So I'm here with Steve Goody. Hi. Who is once again blowing us off for his stupid live show thing, which happens on <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> yeah. What's your point? Yeah. So, so tell us about your, your QAnon girl here. Well, I just felt that Cinnamon Girl was begging for it. It just seemed so obvious. And it's such a fun song to play. So, yeah, I think it pretty much speaks for itself. D did you want to write a song about a QAnon girl or did you just think? Just about okay. QAnon. The, the word girl is just because the original song. Yeah, the word girl but I mean, did you want to parody Cinnamon Girl or, or did it just kind of happen? I've often wanted to over the years, just nothing came to me and something came to me. Yes. An insurrection, in fact. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, nothing's happening. It's not an insurrection because the insurrectionists insist nothing happened. <clears throat> That's right. Yes. Mm -hmm. We have fully investigated ourselves and discovered no wrongdoing. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Let's move along. Wonder where they learned that from. Hmm. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, tell us about this song. I thought I just did. Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, oh, it's more. 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 <laughs> I, to, I, I watched the Neil Young video, and I made sideburns out of duct tape and stuck them to my face. Mm -hmm. I remember. Place for uh, sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> I sent the video to my mom because she's very lefty. And uh, I also sent her the original of Neil Young so that she'd have an idea what the original song was. And she said something like, that man looks terrible he's a monster i've never <laughs> i sent him i sent her some other neil young footage to show i don't know what he was having a bad day bad hair that day or something but i got to dress up like him he was wearing a plaid shirt and just looking incredibly scruffy so let's do that that'll be fun sure yeah absolutely Man, I can't your mom wouldn't have been familiar with the original song you would think but my parents Although they were perfect age to know who the Beatles were, didn't discover the Beatles till me and my siblings introduced them in the 70s. Interesting. They were Peter, Paul, and Mary all the way. That's as edgy as they got. Although how like, how do you miss the Beatles? You know how there were squares along with all the others? That was my yeah, problem. but I mean, that's like someone my age missing Michael Jackson and, and just like he was everywhere. You couldn't avoid him if you tried. 
They must have tried. <laughs> they missed Michael Jackson, too, by the way. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm sure they were aware that they existed. They just didn't care for the music and didn't have any of it in their home. Yeah, but I mean, I remember like walking around the mall and it's playing and going to the grocery store and it's playing. That's just noise. Honey, let's get out of here. I don't know. (laughs) I wasn't there. Well, I was there for some of it, but I was far too young to know what was going on. But I distinctly remember at my sister's bat mitzvah, she got Sgt. Pepper, and that was the first Beatle record that entered the house. And so that would have been 76. All right. In fact, I remember watching a Partridge Family episode in which Lori gets braces and they're trying to rehearse their Partridge Family songs and she keeps screwing up. And I remember Keith says to her, this song is in 3-4. What are you doing? And it turns out she's picking up the radio on her braces and it's yesterday she's hearing. (laughs) And when that episode came out, I did not know what the Beatles were. I didn't know what yesterday was. I remember that very distinctly. Oh, so so that was it was completely lost on you at the time. I had some catching up to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually alive for most of the Beatle era, but didn't catch it until it was over. Interesting. Yeah. So you say in your description, there's a theory that uh, dumb people vastly outnumber smart people. Uh huh. I, I, yeah. Have you heard <laughs> Man Mondays? <laughs> I do a segment <laughs> that I never run out of material for. Mm-hmm. Well, when I say it's a theory, I mean in the scientific. Uh, meaning of the word, which means it's established. Right. You know, you can test it. I say it that way because the QAnon people are into theories and, you know, conspiracy theories. So that's why I said it that way. Yeah. Oh, the stupid people vastly outnumber the smart people. (laughs) I I get conspiracy theories to a certain degree, you know, but like the QAnon one is just so far out there. Like, I can't believe anyone buys into it. I think the first Q-ish thing I ever heard was when it was alleged that Sandy Hook didn't happen and that all these parents are pretending their kids were killed. Yeah, that they were all, um, what are they called? Something actors, crisis actors. actors. Yeah, and I had one or two friends who I liked, and they're not right-wing nuts. They started to buy into it until I pointed out to them, hello, (laughs) these parents are not faking it. Look at the news. Look at the actual news. So uh, that was my first taste of it, and my my first taste of relatively intelligent people can be sucked into this. You have to, you have to watch yourself. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and, conspiracy and, theories are fun sometimes, you know? Yeah. If you don't base policy on them. Yeah, exactly. Fine. Uh, you know, honestly, I like, I want to go back. I think, to the I think days all major when, religions are conspiracy. theories. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I want to go back to the days when conspiracy theories were fun and harmless. Like the, like on the X files, you had, um, what was the name of those three guys? I never watched it. Alone Gunman. Ah, yeah. And the whole Kennedy thing, you mean? Yeah, that, that was the name of the, the 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 three of them. They called them. They published a a newsletter oh. called the Lone Gunman. Lone Gunman, and they, you know, it was it was all conspiracy theories, a government cover up of UFOs, and on all that stuff. And it's like they they were out there with their conspiracy theories, but every so often they stumbled onto something that was actually you know truth, and they got sucked into one of the cases and stuff. And it was fun, you know. <laughs> it was, yeah, you don't yeah, vote based on it. Jobs, yeah. Nobody's yeah. walking into a pizza parlor, you know, with a gun saying, uh-huh. show me where the children are. Show me where the basement is. Yeah. You know, pizza parlor that doesn't have a basement. You know, I've played this video for a few people and the laugh, really the only serious laugh it gets is at the pizza parlor thing. 
who knew? So yeah, I, 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 the, that's, that's where it crosses the line for me. If, if you're telling people who to vote for based on they are pedophiles, believe us. Well, we won't vote for the pedophiles. Of course not. We're going to vote for you. Really, we're not going to vote for the pedophiles. No. The, the problem is they're not pedophiles. <laughs> this is libelous, <laughs> horrible bullshit. And yeah, don't care for it. Yeah, it's it's wild. There's a there's a um, a very simple trick to uh, determine how plausible a conspiracy theory is, and that is the number of people required to keep it secret. Because as the number of people required to keep it secret grows, it's less likely to actually be a conspiracy. Because once you get more people to keep it secret, huh? Why would it? Oh, I see what you're saying. The, the, the more people, people who in on know it about, it yeah, the more people who know about it you know, the less likely it is to be real because somebody right. in there, people are terrible at keeping secrets and yeah. somebody will leak it and somebody will get evidence out. Yeah, that's why the whole the pandemic is a hoax thing. Yeah, we organized all of these nations. Millions of people are in on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but and then, you know, but Trump got us the vaccine, which we will not take. Right. <laughs> right. <sighs> but like that was the main thing with um uh, what are they called? Chemtrails, which is a conspiracy yeah. that I haven't uh, heard much about that lately. No, I haven't. Not lately. But for those of you who have never heard of it, it's a it's a conspiracy theory that planes uh, like commercial airlines are spraying chemicals on the population around the world. And, you know, and, and as as proof, they they take pictures of contrails when planes are going across the sky with, you know, a, a smoke, you know, not smoke, but the it's steam really. Yeah coming off the back of them and you know the the number of people who would need to be involved in that between airline mechanics the airlines themselves you know and, and it would it's an it's a global conspiracy supposedly so every country on the planet is involved every airline in the in the world it's like the flat earth millions thing? upon millions of people how about the flat earth thing yeah the flat earthers insist that's why there's no flights directly from one point in the southern hemisphere to another point in the southern hemisphere. They all go to somewhere in the northern hemisphere first because and they, every airline in the world would have to be party to this. Right. Yeah. And, and plus it, all of NASA, you know, that yeah. it's a... <laughs> oh, it's so easily disproved. And I really know quite a few people who totally buy it and have tried uh, to talk me into it. No, my my favorite is somebody posted a graphic of the solar system and it was, you know, the yeah. sun. Mercury, Venus, Earth, right. Mars. Yeah, we're the only frisbee. <laughs> we're the only flat planet. Everything else is round. <laughs> How did we get this far? How are we top of the food chain? Between being so dumb and liking, we, we aren't going to be much longer. I can tell you yeah, that we have such a taste for everything that's bad for us. You know, I could understand we'd be the top of the food chain if all we wanted to eat were things that were high fiber and no calories. But that's exactly what we don't want. How did we get on top? How, Tom? I've developed we'll this at pizza and burritos. So <laughs> that's that's what I live on. Yeah, and you're doing fine. I, so. I'm doing great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pizza and Dorito diet. That's why my hair Hell is. Yeah. All. You get that Dorito pizza. You save a step. Yes. And and Doritos are like little pizzas. They're triangular. You know, I've noticed that as well. They're mm -hmm. great. Yeah, especially the pizza that's been left out for a couple of days. It's got that yeah. crunch. <laughs> All right. So you have anything you'd like to plug? Fumpfest 2021. 
Bumpfest. Yes. Mere minutes before we recorded this interview, I got word that it's actually going to happen. Yep. Uh, I'm in. Let's go. Yep. And Steve Rock. is in. I haven't announced him as a performing guest yet, well, but no, I will. Yeah. <laughs> whoop de doo Yes, I will be making That'll the be final fun. artist announcement soon. I just need to confirm one more act. Okay. And then uh, I, will, I will announce all three of you at once because it's just easier on me that way. Okay. Another thing I'd like to announce, my buddy Brad and I, we do the Thursday show, which is the reason I can't be on this show on Thursdays. Uh, we were supposed to go to Edinburgh with our Halloween show, Vampire's Ball, Ultimate Halloween Party. Well, the theater in Edinburgh where it was supposed to happen this year is not doing live shows. So we got knocked out of it once again. We will be there in 2022. But for this year... It is Halloween in June online, February 14th through 27th. We're doing a Vampire's Ball, Ultimate Halloween Party uh, every day. It's, it's live in Brighton, England at 7 p.m. That means in the United States in the central time zone, it's at 1 p.m. What could be more perfect if you've got a camp group or, some, or a bunch of kids in detention <laughs> from 1 o'clock till 2 o'clock? Set them down in front of the computer. It costs five pounds per screen. That's about $7 American for the whole, the whole class. If you've got them all on one screen, one price gets everybody in. And if you go to ultimatehalloweenparty.com, you can get all the details and get tickets there. That's ultimatehalloweenparty.com. Come on, let's do this. What were the dates of that? Uh, June 14th through 27th, every day for two weeks. All right. For some reason, I thought you said February, but I might. I may have, but I meant June. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, because I am very it's happening now. Confused. February is not. June, <laughs> June 14th to June 27th. All right. Thank you so much. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Feedback. Wacky Ben wrote, Though I'm not a huge fan of Pepe Le Pew, I think trying to cancel him is a bad mistake. They could always change his ways in future cartoons instead of trying to remove him. That could explain why I haven't seen much Pepe Le Pew cartoons on MeTV anymore when they start showing Looney Tunes. Thank you, Ben. And Eclectic Lee wrote, If you don't mind my asking, what's the typical attendance range of Fumpfest? Uh, typically paid attendees, uh, run about a hundred and then we have anywhere from 50 to a hundred, uh, comped badges between staff, volunteers, guests, and, you know, people like that security. Um, so round 200 ish figure is the, is the number. Let's just round it up to 279. So if you really want to be at bump fest, <laughs> yes, you really should go register right now and get your hotel room yes i am trying desperately to get the number of of people up because uh this is an expensive year so um let's try to get that number up people share it spread the word everyone come to fun fest whether you like comedy music or not <laughs> just just show up i don't care we'll my mom fun. is coming your mom is coming so is your mom <laughs> Bring your ma. That's that's slogan. You just do it. I'm bringing my father. My mother refuses to come. All right. 
Walker. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by Joe J. Thomas. Woo. And Tuesday's song was not posted the last time I checked. So you're going to have to wait. And tomorrow's Spotify playlist is songs about songs. So enjoy that, folks. Uh, Steve Goody is at stevegoody.com. Power Salad is at powersalad.com and powersalad.bandcamp.com. And uh, ultimatehalloweenbash.com, I think, was the website he said. Something like that. Rewind about 10 minutes and, and see what he said. Um, and now the programmers are stuck in an infinite loop. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke And everyone else is driving. Kyle! Thank you for listening okay. to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org. And join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... I've got a bone to pick with you, little human bone to pick with you, little human being.